0: This is an Area Code Podcast.
1: You're listening to Table of Malcontents, where Aaron Armstrong, Dave Schrader, and Scarlett Hildebeitel talk about the books they love and a few they really don't to help you be a better reader. Welcome to today's episode of Table of Malcontents. Neither Dave nor Scarlett are with me today, but I do have a very giggly guest with me instead. Um, Because as you guys may know from listening to the show, I have multiple children. And one of them is with me today, one who is a great lover of books and is probably in is known as the most responsible in the Armstrong home, and that is my daughter, Abigail. Abigail, say hi, everybody. Hi. <laughs>
0: Hello. My <laughs> voice is very squeaky because I'm nervous.
1: That's fine. That's fine. So, Abigail, did I coerce you into coming on the show today? No. Cool. Are you here of your own free will?
0: Yes. Perfect. You asked, and I said yes. Okay,
1: perfect. Great. Now, why did I ask you?
0: I have no idea
1: You have no idea It has no. nothing to do with the fact that You love to read Oh yeah <laughs> you're, not, you're not convincing us right now Of that
0: <laughs> um, Our bookshelf is like insane. Very very full <laughs> It's insane It
1: is very full yes. And all the other bookshelves are full Yeah. Yes that's like, true
0: the one shelf that is comics is full.
1: Yes. Completely. It's insane. Yes. And then the other shelves that are not comics are also full, aren't yeah. they? Yep. That's right. We yep.
0: have so many books. That's we have right. Like, do we have over a thousand books? I think we have over a thousand books.
1: We might. Possibly? I don't know. Maybe. I've never counted them. Yeah. I do know that it's the different. last time we moved, about 50% of our boxes were books. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It was a lot. Yep. That's so, a lot of books. It's a lot of books. It is a lot of books. So, Abigail, what is it like growing up in a house where you are surrounded by books? So many books that really, if you wanted to, you could build a fort out of them. Um,
0: well, I think... You know, I've never actually been in a household that doesn't have a lot of books.
1: Well, I would gather not because, you know, <laughs> you've never lived in a house that doesn't have a lot of books. That's my point. <laughs> yes.
0: Um,
1: so for you, it's just completely normal. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah, it's just normal. It's like if you want to read something, there's probably going to be a book.
1: Yes, like, that's true.
0: It's everywhere.
1: That's true. Now how many, so it's completely normal to have lots and lots of books around. It's completely normal to always be reading a book. How many books do you read a week? A week? A week.
0: I don't know. It depends on if I'm like reading a specific book and on how big it is.
1: And how big it is. Okay.
0: What else I'm
1: doing. And what else you're doing. Okay. So what, what all are you doing? Um, well. As a busy 13 year old.
0: Well, I'm writing You're and I'm writing, drawing. okay. and sometimes I'm plotlining. Even though I know that's probably not a word.
1: That's okay. Or two words. You're plotting. That. <laughs> but you're plotting a story that. as opposed to plotting, yeah. um, you know, a scheme or a crime.
0: I use sticky notes and then put them in a
1: notebook. Okay. Well, let's it. talk about that. Let's talk about let's talk about that a little bit more. What is your What is your method for for creating a plot?
0: Okay. Well, if I have an idea, because you told me that I need to write it down.
1: Yes, that's correct.
0: Um, so I do like. Okay. Um. So sometimes, if I have like an idea, like um, I had this idea for a story that's like a cross between Swan Lake and the Brothers Grimm fairy tale, The Six Swans. Yes. Is that's what it's called in the
1: in the book collection that, we have. that we have. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: Sometimes there's 12 brothers and sometimes there's six. Anyway. Um so <laughs> I do like main characters first and or like important ones.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's
0: like um so this one the chapter is like flip-flop between Odette and the prince mm-hmm. and it's set in France. This book that I that
1: I you're working on. Yes. Cool.
0: Um, and then, and so I will t- take a sticky note and write stuff on it, like for yes. the story or what the main character, who the main character is, and then I will put it in here and just like put numbers beside the sticky note for the plot line. Oh. It's like one, two, three, four... This one has sixteen.
1: Interesting. So instead of writing the plot down in your in your book, you write it down on a sticky note and then put it in the book. Yes. Why do you do that?
0: Because if I want to change something, then I can pull the sticky note off and put it in uh, on
1: another one. Ah, interesting. Okay. Well, that's very clever. That's very clever. So you write a lot. Yes. I've noticed. Um, you write like it's your job. <laughs> Yes. Is that because you hope it will be your job someday? Yes. Yes? Yeah. What is the thing that you, what do you like to write the most?
0: I like writing fantasy.
1: You like writing like, fantasy? Okay, cool. Yeah.
0: It's like, um, I have a lot of, like, there's this one that um, I have titled The Era of Esmortia Chronicles. It's the only one that I have a name for.
1: Oh cool, yeah.
0: Like the other ones, it's just the main character's name. So far. Yeah.
1: Yeah, those um, are they're good working titles.
0: Yeah. Well, um so this one, it's set in the Kingdom of Asmordia, mm-hmm. but um there it is ruled by a king named Arland, who is a technically a usurper.
1: Oh.
0: Technically a usurper. It is a suspected that he killed his brother, who was the king, and also killed the heir to the throne. But there are rumors that the heir is actually still alive, and now everybody is trying to find the heir. The elven empress, the elven rebels, um, people who aren't elves who want to also rule as Mordia it's like everyone wants to rule as Mordia mm-hmm. because so they need to find the heir Yes. and so my main character Alice she is a 17 year old sorceress with 4 cat familiars and she named them Crazy, Duchess, Dew and Horatio
1: nice I like, uh, I like the last one there Horatio is a good name. Why did you pick that?
0: Just because I felt like it. Okay,
1: good, good reason. Good reason.
0: It's like I need a cat with a strange name.
1: Yes. Well, so okay, so here's a question for you. So you 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 really like fantasy? Um, you know, some of the stuff that you have let me the the very little bit that you've let me read. <laughs> yes, because very- I'm very mean. <laughs> It's true. It's true. I've meaning to talk to you about that. And I figured on a podcast is the best way to talk to you about it.
0: Yes, it absolutely is. Yeah, it's
1: not embarrassing at all. Not not bad parenting. Um, it's,
0: I'm not sure if it would be considered bad parenting.
1: I don't know. Listeners, just, you tell me. Is it bad parenting? I mean, we'll find out. Anyway... <laughs> Anyway, leave leave your leave your feedback on that in the in the ratings and reviews. Just make sure you give a uh, five star to go along with it. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, so Abigail, you have um, so you really like reading. You really like fantasy. You tend to do a lot of you kind of go all over the place with your fantasy (laughs) settings, which is neat. Um, and I like that. Like you've got one that takes place on the moon or on Mars rather
0: yeah. in Mars
1: in Mars not on Mars in Mars yep. um
0: and some of them have superpowers yes and
1: that's the one that you're letting me read yes yes so that is um so I've read a little bit of it so far and it's very well done Yay. thank you very well done you have you have uh, already shown that you have have great aptitude for writing which is great so, you're welcome. And I've told you that without a microphone in my face, too. So, but um, I don't just compliment you in public. Yeah. I also compliment you in private. That is true. That is true. So, what is the fa- is your favorite kind of setting?
0: In Life Fantasy?
1: Yes, for what the kind of stories you want to tell.
0: Um... What I want in the setting is I want there to be, like, something interesting. I want there to be, like, I don't want it to be, like, oh, okay, this is just same and boring as everything else. Right. I want it to, like, connect with readers so it's like they're traveling to another place, Mm -hmm. but also still feels like our world, kind
1: of. Got it. So you want it to be familiar, but enhanced or yeah. or slightly different. Yeah. Got it. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So, you read a lot of fantasy, obviously. Yeah. Yes, I know cuz I buy a lot of your books. <laughs> That's like true. all of them. Yeah. Except for the ones that your mom or your grandparents buy. Yeah. Yes, but usually we help with guiding their recommendations. <laughs> so, what is your favorite book series right now?
0: Ooh, uh, that's a tough one. I don't know. I like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I like Keeper of the Lost Cities. You like Keeper like, of the
1: Lost Cities? Okay.
0: Yes, I really want the ninth book, but it's not out yet, and it makes me mad. <laughs> okay.
1: So, what is that you? What? It, give us a very quick like two sentences two three sentences big idea of what this series is about
0: okay, well it's about a telepathic 12-year-old girl who finds out in the beginning that who finds out that she is an elf
1: interesting yeah. okay she
0: also then she when taken to the elven cities she ha- she learns that she's part of like this plan to like save the entire world kind of to
1: save the entire world okay
0: like, everybody kind of and oh. that's like really tough. Yeah, no kidding. And throughout... Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um... And throughout the series, she gets older. Mm -hmm. By like, I don't know, two years. Um... I don't know.
1: Time Um, moves slowly in these books. Somewhat.
0: Um... Or it just goes very quickly.
1: Oh, okay. Like, or
0: a lot of things happen. I don't know. Okay. Um... So, she... Has to figure out how to balance life things such as crushes, mm-hmm. and, as well as trying to help people and kind of save the world.
1: Wait, let's back that up a second. I let you read a book that has people with crushes in it.
0: <laughs> yes. Basically, every young adult book has. Every book has that kind of. A lot I did of not book.
1: remember approving this.
0: <laughs> Dad.
1: I'm really disappointed right now. <laughs>
0: there has been, like, no kissing except for one part.
1: No kissing parts. Okay, good. <laughs> all right. Well, then we're fine.
0: Except for, like, one part, but that wasn't really romantic-ish. Okay. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, she has to deal with all that.
1: All right. Okay. So, it sounds like she's got a very serious and challenging life. Yes. Yes, in addition to being an elf. And a telepath and trying to save and then she also an elven has, world.
0: Um four other abilities? Okay. So Cool. Yeah. Cool. It's crazy. Nice. And like no other elf does that. Has that
1: cool. Has that many abilities. Yeah. So, Abigail, yeah. Try to remember this is gonna be challenging for you, but I want you to try to remember. What was the first book that you remember reading that you absolutely loved?
0: Oh, um like the f- like the first book that I remember reading that I loved.
1: Yes, that just made you say, "Man, I want to I want to read books all the time."
0: I think Probably gonna sound really dumb. Um, I was like maybe f- four or five, and we had this Veggie Tales book about friendship, and I just read it over and over. I remember trying to figure out what how to pronounce the word friend.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Even though you knew how to pronounce the word friend, I don't know. Because you could read when you were five, That's and true. you could talk a lot, and did. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Read. Paragraphs.
1: It's true. That's true. So what um do what is another series that you love? Um, so you love the Keeper of the Lost Cities.
0: I love The Map to Everywhere.
1: The Map to Everywhere. Yes. Okay. Tell me about that.
0: Um, okay. So in the first book, there are four books in the series. Sure. Um, it's about um a twelve year old girl named Meryl. Who accidentally finds herself and her cat on a pirate ship with a wizard and a teenage boy who is, for some reason, the captain. Okay. He looks like he's about 16 or 17. Okay. And it's strange. Yeah. He doesn't act like a 16 or 17-year-old boy. Right. (laughs) Um, on a magical stream that looks like an ocean, kind of.
1: Okay. Interesting. It's
0: basically pure magic.
1: It's pure magic. Yeah. Okay. So it's
0: like if you touch it, you could like turn in like turn into an explosion.
1: Okay. Man, that's <laughs> yeah. interesting. So it would, so not so it wouldn't just make you explode, it would turn you into one.
0: Yes. <laughs> okay.
1: Fascinating. Or
0: like this How does it, How
1: are those two things different?
0: <laughs> or it could turn you into a blood curdling scream.
1: <laughs> oh wow. Okay. There we go. <laughs> It wouldn't just cause you to to <laughs> emit one; it would turn you into one. Yes. Got it. Okay.
0: Because magic is strange.
1: Magic is strange. That's yeah. true.
0: Then, but- um, so the chapters <laughs> the chapters switch off between Meryl and a um a twelve year old boy named Finn. He has a magical problem. He is forgettable like no one remembers him and it's not mm. just say oh he doesn't stand out it's a no one can remember him
1: mm. like at all is it just because he's super boring
0: no it's be- no he's actually very interesting oh he has there's something about him that makes people the memories of him fade
1: mm. interesting
0: Yeah.
1: interesting okay what's one more series
0: on uh, the gateway chronicles
1: the gateway chronicles okay yes. who's that by
0: uh, KB Hoyle.
1: KB Hoyle. Okay, very cool. Very cool. What's that about?
0: Well, um, it is about a teenage girl named Darcy, and she and her friends um end up in this magical world called Alithia mm-hmm. and they have to and it turns out that there's a prophecy that says that they're going to stop this villain called um Selach, right. Or Selach, I don't know. Um, <laughs> and it so they each have these special ability, each have a special magical ability. Yep. That no one else has. Yeah. So and they're in Alithia for a year, but then they go back and they somehow like end up where they were when they left.
1: Interesting.
0: Like no time has passed at right. all. Right. And then they have to relive that year in. This, in their world this world.
1: Okay, so so even th- so they haven't actually aged in re- in this world or anything like that. No time has passed, but so they have to so they get a do-over on that year. Yeah. In this world, yeah. but don't have to defeat an evil villain in in this world, is that right? Yeah.
0: Well, got it. they got. They were they still have to like they still can like think about that stuff and like Right. It's like but they don't really have that kind of pressure in this right. world.
1: So kind of like the Pevensies in in Narnia, who yeah. were kings and queens of Narnia for ages and ages and ages, and then they went back and no yes. time had passed? Yep. Yep. Very cool. That's kind of neat. What do you think about... Isn't that... What do you think about, about how stories you use that kind of concept? Do you like that concept?
0: Yeah, but I get how it could also be challenging because... You would have had more experience than other kids who appear to be your age.
1: Right. That makes sense.
0: Like, it would be very frustrating. I would probably get
1: mad a lot. Mm, I see. <laughs> and, you know, being three years older than your siblings, you would know a little bit about that, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Abigail, here's another question for you. So, you live in a house with people who love to read. Everyone in the house loves to read books. Yep. Everybody loves to read. And we all kind of love to read similar but different things. Yep. Uh, Your mom's the most different out of all of us. Yeah.
0: She's not really into comics or a lot of fantasy. Yeah.
1: yeah, Fiction is kind of hard for your mom. Um, She likes information and facts and, um, and things like that, which is really cool. You know, I'm kind of all over the place <laughs> um, with what I read. Yeah. Um, as you know, I've been reading a lot of of mysteries lately. Yep. Yep. So, um, and then your siblings, your sister reads a lot of the same stuff you do. Yep. Yes. So you get to kind of guinea pig, and or you get to not guinea pig it, but <laughs> you get to you get to test evaluate whether or not a lot of stuff is is. Appropriate for for her mm-hmm. and for your brother too, to some degree. Yeah, yeah. So, how do you feel about that responsibility? Is that a good responsibility for you? Is it a not so good one? Do you feel like it's unfair?
0: No, it's not unfair. It's like there's some stuff that you just aren't interested in reading. Yes. Like, um, *Keeper of the Lost You probably wouldn't want to. Hannah can read that though. Yes. Um, but like, um. Renegades, she can't read that yet. Yes. It's like, but, and... So, yes, it's hard, but not in, like, a, ugh, I don't want to read this book to make sure that Hannah can read it. I want to read the book. Right. That's why I read the book. Yes. Um, It's <laughs> more that Hannah keeps asking me if she can read the book. Right. And, like, sometimes she'll take it out and it's like no Hannah you can't read that yet.
1: Right so it's a little more. Yeah. And that's where we come in yeah. is we're reminding them because I mean there's comics that your brother is usually asking if he can read and they're ones that are generally appropriate for you mm-hmm. and um, and that but they're not quite appropriate for him because he's five years younger than you. Yep. So, so thinking about that for a question about appropriateness of content so let's say you're let's say you're reading a book and something you and you run across some content that that maybe isn't appropriate for you or I, or um you don't quite understand what do you do
0: i come and ask you guys
1: you come and ask us yes and do we usually try to help you yeah yes do we ever say go to your room you're grounded no no not seriously no no Nope. nope. It's cool. Are we usually helpful with answering yes. your questions? Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, good. See, this is really the affirming me portion of this <laughs> podcast.
0: Yeah. The only time you say I'm grounded is, like, it's rarely serious.
1: I don't think I've ever been serious about grounding you.
0: <laughs> for, like, quite a while.
1: Not for. I think there's been, like, one time I've had to ground you for, like, two days. Possibly. Possibly.
0: When I was, like, maybe six or seven and I got into mom's makeup.
1: Yes. And then
0: lied about, like.
1: Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, that's all right. All right. So, a couple more questions. All right. So, you live in a house full of readers. Yes. You also live in a house where your dad is a writer. Yeah. So, what is... This is a two-part question. What is the best thing about that, and what is the worst thing about that?
0: I think the best thing about it is, like... I don't know. It... It kind of helps I guess it kind of helps motivate me to like because you write Mm -hmm. and so I want to also do that it's like like you do it and people like the stuff and it's like so it says oh if I write something and if I can write something and people might like it it's like and I also like just want to write yeah it's like I have all these stories in my head like oh my gosh yeah I can't even keep track of them like The worst part is because you're a writer, it is kind of terrifying to let you read my work because you are a (laughs) professional writer. (laughs) And I am a 13-year-old.
1: That's true. That's true. But I do my best to ask questions like, for example... How do you want me to read this?
0: Yeah, it's like don't edit it. <laughs> read it as my dad, please.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, that is, uh, and that's always the that's always the trick, right? And so, when you asked <laughs> me, when you gave me permission to read read uh, read your story, um, you were very I. That was the question I asked, yeah. and you said just read it like you're my dad, and so that was helpful. So and so I've been able to read it like your dad, Yay. and it's great. So, all right, Abigail, one last question. Okay. And then we're going to call it a day. Okay. All right. What are you reading right now?
0: Ooh, um, I haven't, like, started a book yet. Like, I just finished the, um, you know the bone books that we have? Like, yeah. the comic books? Yeah. The, so, if I finished the, um third volume thing.
1: Oh, okay, very cool. You finished book three of that. Yeah.
0: Well, cool. it's not book three. It's book seven through nine. It's just combined.
1: Yes. Yes, I understand that part. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> cool. So you just finished up that. Yeah. What would you like about it?
0: Um, I like how it shows that the characters win, mm-hmm. but the there's also like reality in it, like, right? They lose some of their friends. Yeah, there are but, consequences. Yeah, but they, but there's also like good. It's like, it's like things are okay. Like everything's like the bad guy's been defeated, mm-hmm. basically. Um, but there's still like they still have to rebuild, and they still have to like fix things. Yeah, and, but.
1: Very cool. Really Good. Very cool. All right, well, Abigail, this was a lot of fun. Thanks for joining me. Welcome.
0: thank you. What do I say here? <laughs>
1: That's it. That's fine.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: All right. So, listeners hope you enjoyed enjoyed the chat, the, the father-daughter chat today. <laughs> Um, and of course, you know what to do, leave your five-star rating and review on Apple podcasts or wherever you listen to the show. And we'll talk to you later when Dave and hopefully Scarlett are back with me. Talk to you later. Bye.
0: This is an area code podcast.